want to thank you for joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, Incorporated, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is July 29th, 2021. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. I'll be back right after this.
You know, whatever you're dealing with today, this evening, maybe it's morning where you are, you need to remember that he's bigger. He's bigger. He is bigger. You know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that he is bigger. He's bigger than that situation. He's bigger than whatever you're facing. Uh, that might look big. You know, a lot of things look big right before our eyes. But when you step back, and sometimes we forget to step back. We're looking at it. Our, our nose is right up against it, so it looks pretty big. But when we take a step back, and we take a few more steps back, then we are able to gain the correct focus. And God is bigger. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness, your grace today, Lord. Thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us an opportunity to seek your face, Lord. And Lord God, we thank you for blessing us to go through this day and for, for those that are rising to start the day. Maybe it's evening where they are, Lord, but you know, Lord Jesus, and ask that you would bless them. Bless them as they have tuned in, Lord God, to hear your word. Lord Jesus, uh, whether it is through the live session, Lord God, or uh, through the uh, the recording that will be posted later, Lord God, I ask that you would bless them. Your word is what we all need. You said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Lord, and we pray and ask that we not just eat your word. We don't want to sit down and eat and then rise up and play. But Lord, bless us to govern ourselves according to thy will. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord Jesus, if there's any situations, you know all situations. We need your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Lord God, to overcome. Lord, as we have faith in you, and we know that by faith, we are able to overcome the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as, again, I pray that you have had a blessed day and that you will continue to have a blessed day, evening, uh, and certainly keep your focus on Jesus. Keep your mind on the Lord as you go through handling your business that you need to take care of. Don't lose focus. You know, on Sundays, we're in the book of Revelation, uh, teaching, exhorting, and, and learning and being blessed by the Lord. And, and so uh, we have talked about how the book of Revelation is a blessing the Lord said in Revelation 1 and 3. Let John know that uh, those that read and hear and keep the, the sayings of the prophecy, uh, that they are blessed. And, and so uh, we want to be blessed. So we want to do what the Lord says to do. And we're finding out that the letter that has been written uh, thus far uh, is to the pastors. It's, everything starts at the head. You know, if the head ain't right, then nothing else is going to be right. And so we've been in the book of Revelation and we still have some way to go. But it was through Ezekiel that have brought us thus far from Tuesday Bible class, uh, where Ezekiel has dealt with the children of Israel and their rebellion and their repentance and reestablishment and future prophecies in which the Lord has spoken to Ezekiel that is yet to unfold. Uh, there are few that have that have already came to pass, but there are those that are yet to unfold. And so you want to be ready for that. And, and so he is speaking about the end time. And so we we're in the book of revelation on Sundays, uh, teaching and exhorting and, and seeing what the Lord has for us there. Uh, but tonight Thursdays, uh, we're, we're 
We're moving forward and we're in the book of Acts, the 17th chapter, uh, the 30, I'm going to start at the 22nd verse. It says, uh, then uh, Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him I declare unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither worshipped with man's hands as though he need anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breathe and in all things. And he made of one blood all nations of men for to whom for to dwell on all the face of the earth and have uh, determined the times before appointed and the bound of their habitation that they should seek the Lord if happily they may find after him feel after him and find him though he be not far from every one of us for in him we live and move and have our being as certain also of your poet own poets have said for we are also his offspring for as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's hand, man's devices. And the time of his, uh, uh, the time of this ignorance, God winked at it, but now commandeth he men everywhere to repent. Because he have appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he have ordained, whereof have he given assurance unto all men in that he hath risen him from the dead. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And others said, Will ye hear thee again of this matter? So Paul departed from among them. Howbeit certain men cleaved unto him and believed among the which was uh, uh, diocese and, uh, excuse me, and per, per, excuse me, Arrow Paget, and the women, uh, Marius and others with them. Now we took a, a subject matter here, uh, the landing, the Mars landing. At Mars Hill was a bare marble hill next to the uh, Acropolis of uh, Athens. It is where the Apostle Paul landed in making one small step for men and one great leap for humanity. Now, I know that that, uh, that should sound familiar to some of you. And so as he introduced the Athenians and strangers to something new, something strange, and, and something different. The Bible says that uh, then Paul stood in the midst of Mars hills and said, ye men of Athens, I perceive that ye are 
all too very superstitious. Like so many today, people are superstitious. Uh, superstition has, has grown in so many areas and, uh, you know, and, and people believe in a number of things. They believe in a number of things. And, uh, believing in anything and everything that satisfies the moment to avoid uh, truth or true change. Uh, grabbing hold to something, to believe in it for the moment, might be satisfying, but that's not eternal. That's just a temporary gratification for the moment or trend. You know, we find, we see a lot of trends. Uh, people uh, uh, saw a few athletes get, get tattoos and they ran out and they got tattooed all over too as well. But they didn't get the million dollar contract that the athlete uh, received. Neither did they get the endorsement for uh, shoes, socks, or clothing that the athlete received. Uh, people like following trends. And after a while, things get old. Uh, but you want to follow that which is not going to get old. And something that's eternity it never gets old. And so you need some eternity. Uh, not superstitious, but you need some eternity. You need something, not the perfume. Not, it's nice. Uh, go ahead and buy somebody a bottle of eternal uh, eternity if you like, you know, but you really need something that is going to satisfy your soul. And so eternity will do that. The eternity will help, uh, help you uh, point you and keep you focused instead of you just having a belief in something superstitious. You know, there's many superstitious beliefs and practicing and practices that are conducted for all kind of things. You don't, don't cross the path of that black cat. You know, it's going to bring you bad luck. Don't, you know, people, you sneeze and, and uh, oh, there's a superstition about sneezing. There is so many different superstitious beliefs and chants and magic and different things that you must avoid. Uh, spilling of salt, you know, and Walking underneath a ladder, there are so many different things that uh, that people have grabbed and held on to. But we need to hold on to what's right. The Bible said, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so I want to be free, and, and I believe that you want to be free as well. Paul said, for as I passed by and beheld your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription. So Paul was paying attention and looking around at what was going on. And he said the description, the inscription said to the unknown God. And he, he said, you know, you're worshiping him ignorantly. You, you don't, you need some clarity about what's going on. Now, when we approach people, when we talk about clarity, you, you have to be careful as a, as a smart individual and not offend nobody. They may be offended by just the mere of what you're telling them, but yet be careful. Uh, he that wins souls is wise. So you, you need to be careful and, and use some wisdom in how you deal with someone. And Paul says you, you're ignorantly worshiping, but I, I'm going to tell you about them. I'm going to tell you about them. I'm going to tell you about what you're looking for. You know, when you and we know how to talk to people. You know how to talk to your friends. You know how to talk whether male or female. You know how to talk to them. You know what vernacular you can use. Uh, the belief in Athens was that I can accept anything. Remember, they, they had itchy ears. 
they were always looking for something new to grab hold to. You know, let's check out Instagram, see what's going on. Let's check out Facebook. Let's 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 check out TikTok. And you know, um, let, let's go over here. Let's go there. Let's see what's new, and we, then we're gonna talk about it with other people and and share the posting and you know share that thread. That's what the people in Athens was doing. They accepted anything, and that which was uh, uh, didn't truly know about, they placed it under the umbrella of the unknown God. You ever hear someone pray, or, or maybe you've been around someone that said, "I'm praying to, I'm, I, if there's a God, I'm praying to Him." You know, maybe they were not raised in a way that, or uh, know with an understanding, uh, or had a relationship with God, but they knew that there's someone bigger something better than and as they look around the bible said the heavens declare the glory and the, uh, the elements and all that shows his handiwork and so they know but they don't know him they know of him maybe but not sure and so they'll say I i'm praying if there is a god I i'm praying and and so to them that is an unknown god they're not sure but they know enough to acknowledge that there is Someone is searching for the unknown God. And in they search, they landed on Mars. It may have been someone first time there. Others may have been there and no doubt has been there many times. But you're going to meet someone that lands on Mars. It's going to be their first time. And so Paul begins his exhortation with these words. God that made the world. And all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. I, I need you to understand uh, that God, is, he, he's big, he's big, he's big, he's big. And, and so uh, he, uh, if he comes into the service, he comes into the temple is because he has only sent, he, he is only, is only, is, oh, I'm telling you, the Bible said that, that that David wanted to build the Lord a house, someplace where he could rest his foot. You know, he just wanted to just give him a little, a little something that says, Lord, I, I'm thinking of you. Uh, heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. And so God is pretty big. God that made the world and all of that things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither is worship by man's hands. And as though he need anything, seeing he giveth life to all and breathe in all things. Now, you need to, um, uh, you know, God don't need us to carry him around. He's actually carrying us. He's holding us all together. Uh, just by the word of his mouth, everything was formed. In the beginning, God created the heavens. And, uh, the Lord said, and it was so. He looked at it and said, it was good. And so he don't need, but at the same time, he is blessed by our acknowledgement of him. He is blessed by our dedication unto him. And so uh, uh, Paul goes on to tell them that it is God that gives life to all and breath and all things. Can you see in your mind's eye the attention that is being drawn as he stands up on the terrain, on the terrain of Mars? and declares the gospel. He's standing there declaring the gospel to a group of people. Uh, and to them, what he is telling is alien. He, he's speaking uh, of 
uh, he he's in and giving them information that it seems so foreign to them. It seemed like they they're learn they're learning something that is new. Paul goes on to tell them, and he made one blood. Uh, all nations of men for to dwell on the earth. One blood, Adam. One man, Adam, who had a wife named Eve. And they had children. It would have been impossible to have children if there was two Adams. It would have been impossible to have children if there was two Eves. But God made one man. And that one man had a wife that was taken from his, his body. And so um, uh, one man for to dwell on all the face of the earth and have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. So we're all part of that, that they should seek the Lord. If happily they might find, feel after him. You ever find yourself feeling for the Lord? Lord, where are you at? Lord, I don't feel you. Lord, I'm want, I want to acknowledge I'm feeling for you. Maybe you're walking through the house and you're feeling for him. Or driving down the street and you're feeling for him. You're searching for him that you might find him. And the Bible said, though he be not far from every one of us. Now, the enemy would, make, would, would have you to think that God is as far as three million miles away. But that's not so. Uh, as if you were actually making a distant journey, three, three million miles but God is near us. He's near you for us to seek him, to feel after him and to find him. Uh-huh. James 4 and 8 says, draw, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Just like you would prepare for entering an atmosphere with no gravity, no oxygen, extreme temperature, uh, we need to cleanse our hands because uh, James said he'll draw nigh to you and you and and if you draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to you. And he says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. And so just like we uh, prepare for the extreme, the, the gravity, the oxygen, the, the, uh, we need to prepare for God. And we do that by cleansing our hands, by uh, cleansing our hearts. You know, during this stay-at-home, this pandemic, they talk about... Uh, uh, sanitizing. We need to sanitize our, our souls, uh, which is called sanctification. Uh, and so, um, you know, I see commercials where they're talking about getting reconnected, uh, talking about uh, reconnecting with people, reconnecting with things, reconnecting in so many different ways that I'm not going to go into this evening, but, uh, but we need to make sure we cleanse our hands, cleanse our heart, and not be double-minded, be single-minded, and they have that focus on the Lord, because this is uh, what we're talking about is better than the Mars journey that men talk about. You know, men talk about going to Mars, but Paul landed on Mars Hill and he's doing a great job there uh, as he ministered the word of God from a platform where it can be heard, where he ministers the word of God, where the people are not waiting for the signal to go up, bounce back. Um, and, and, and make his journey over 35 million miles, but he is speaking in, a, in a, a, a place where people could hear him immediately and do something about the situation. Why? Because it's one step that this man is making, and it is a giant leap for mankind 
That's if they leap into it. And so uh, Paul deals with this. He says, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that God, the Godhead, is like unto gold or silver or graven uh, by art and man's device. When we look at different things that, that people believe in, uh, you know, Buddhism is a, a teaching that was founded uh, by uh, Siddhartha uh, more than 2,500 years ago in India. That's, that's what it says. And, and feng shui is an ancient Chinese philosophy that um, seeks to find balance and harmony between elements. But God already had all of that. Uh, Hinduism or Hindu uh, Dorg uh, has uh, as a as a uh, to, a file looking statue of a woman with a bunch of arms, but like Feng Shui and and Buddhism, these are made from molds made of gold, wood, uh, plastic, and different things that people carry around. But Paul told them, uh, "God don't need us to carry him around. We, we no." Uh, we don't need to have a bowl of fruit. We don't set a bowl of fruit in front of him. And when it goes bad, we, we move it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But, but uh, those things, those images, those different things are what people uh, consider to be gods, little G-O-D. And they, they're caught up in it. But we're talking about the true and living God, the unknown God. Because obviously, if you knew or they knew the true and living God and served him as God, as being sovereign, you don't have time for none of that other stuff. But when you when you don't have the truth, when you don't know him, there's no relationship. You can't mix water and oil and make it work. It's not gonna work. If you it's like taking your 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 car, no matter how old it is, it has oil in it. And you go and stick the water hose into the engine where the oil go. And, and add a, a couple of cups of water and, and find out what happened. It's not going to work no more. Um, so, um, so it don't mix and you can't mix that stuff uh, with God. And so Paul goes on to, to tell the people. And uh, at that time, there was a time where you might've been caught up in something and God winked at, winked at it. He knew you were, you were unlearned. He knew that you, you weren't, you, you know, um, you wasn't all the way there. You, you were being bamboozled, hoodwinked. And so he winked at it. But he also commanded, as he is commanding now, that all men everywhere repent because there is a day appointed. No matter what, we cannot, I don't want to hear, preach, I don't want to hear about no, no no day appointed or anything. We, you can't get around that. It's impossible to be born on this planet and not know that you're going to leave here one day. It's impossible to ignore that, to see that there are boxes, no matter how colorful they are, how pretty uh, they've been overlaid with whatever, you know, oh, that one shine like it is made out of brass and that one has a nice blue uh, uh, crushed velvet on it or whatever. It's intended for you to leave here in. It could be different sizes. 
But the bottom line is that there's a day appointed. Now, we know that there are two, uh, there's a day that may be appointed for you, but there's also a day where uh, everyone is going to be uh, caught up. You want to be one of those that are caught up. And so um, there's a day appointed in which he will judge the world with righteousness by that man whom he have ordained. What man have he ordained? Uh, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Whereof he have given assurance unto all men and that he raised him from the dead. Uh, Paul goes and touches something that he exhorts on in Corinthians, the 15th chapter. I'll leave that for you to read. But he touches on that here, uh, letting them know that there's the, the day coming. And we have assurance, we can have confidence in God because he was raised from the dead. Now, had Jesus not risen from the dead, you know, we, we, we're fools for walking around preaching that he did. We crazy to be walking around and doing all the things that we do had he not risen. But I, I know for certainty of myself that Jesus is risen and that I'm a fool for Christ. Uh, and, and I hope you are, too, that no matter what anyone has to say, I'm sold out. I've given myself over to him because he is a risen savior. He didn't die like uh, anyone else. No one have to tell me he's over there. Uh, there's Elvis. Uh, don't nobody have to tell. There's Daddy Rich over there. Nobody have to tell me that there's anybody anywhere uh, because he is. Uh, I know Jesus Christ personally for myself, that he is a risen savior and has made a change in my life as he has done for so many others. And he's proven himself to be alive. He's proven himself uh, just through his word, just through the spoken word that has washed us and made us clean, have given us hope, have given us peace, have made us better than we ever would have been without him. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, they mocked him. They couldn't believe it. You're talking strange, Paul. Man, what's wrong with you? Uh, and so they made fun of him. And others said, you know what, I'm interested in what you're saying. Uh, we need to hear this matter again. You need to come back and talk to us about this some more. And the Bible said, how be it certain men cleaved unto him and believe. I hope that you're cleaving unto the Lord. I pray that you are believing the word of God. Uh, you know, uh, heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is going to stand. His word is the only thing that is holding everything together right now uh, no, and, and gives us hope. You know, I, I found myself in a situation and I was trying to figure out what to do. And I started thinking about how great God is and uh, I got hope. Instead of being hopeless, I became hopeful and was just telling someone that I'm, I'm full of hope. As I look uh, forward to handling some things that need to be handled for them, uh, I'm hope, you know, and so you need to grab hope and have confidence in God and his ability, his wisdom, his knowledge to see you through whatever you're dealing with. Paul landed on Mars. He landed on Mars. It was the Mars landing that we're talking about. And so uh, when you find yourself out there, when you find yourself landing on Mars, you know what to do. Talk about Jesus. You know what to do. 
Show them what is so alien to them. Let them know how real it is. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at, at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I hope to see you in service. And, or if we're caught up, I hope to see you there. Until then, be blessed. Rest in the Lord. Remember me in prayer as I am praying for you. In Jesus' name, amen. See you Sunday morning. God bless you.